Greetings and welcome everyone, it's Art and Geek Movie Cast episode 462. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Gast, joined by Corey Feinstein. Yo! And Tony Kokonakis. Yo, 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 yo! Welcome guys, welcome listeners, welcome viewers to the Movie Cast 462. Mike should be joining us, he's installing Windows updates. Of course. So that may take all night, we don't know. So, mm-hmm. again, always update prior to any work. <laughs> <laughs> I had a patch waiting for this. I did not update. Uh, and yes, good news, everybody. Oh. My computer is working. We have video tonight. We're back. Everything's working great. My computer's actually awesome. pretty faces. Yeah, yeah, my computer's running better than ever now. The, the mouse <laughs> is not choppy like it always has been. Turns out that power adapter was causing some problems. So, mm-hmm. mm. so I guess it was a blessing. Need more power. It was a blessing that it actually was tanking my machine because I would have... Mm-hmm. Who knows? No, and, and, and it doesn't seem like there's any harm, physical, actual harm to it. You know what I mean? Like it seems like it's running great. So that's a good thing. Um, we're back in business, baby. So we're back. And this is 462. Let's talk about what we've been up to. Movies, guys. Um, I didn't really no see much. No movies for me. I mean, I'm trying to think about like shows. Uh, I watched a show. Woo Assassins. Woo. Yeah? Woo hoo. Woo hoo. Woo hoo. Woo <laughs> I'm trying to like um, I, I didn't get to watch Detective Pikachu yet I want to watch that but I didn't get to watch it yet so didn't see that it's been a busy week for me and then weekend was with a big camp out cookout so we had the holiday weekend mm-hmm. yeah no um, I, I liked it um, there's a lot of potential there uh, yeah I, mean, I think that's the biggest thing for me too yeah and you know what I, I mean obviously there's comparisons to, to Avatar The Last Airbender <laughs> I don't think anyone would shy away from that um, and, and just like the first season of Avatar: Last Airbender, I think that one, that first season, was a little rough too. Um, just you know, it was finding its footing, so to speak. No pun intended, anything <laughs> like that. But um, there's a good foundation there. I like a lot of the characters. Um, I like the dynamics between a lot of the characters. Um, actually, it, it's it's really interesting because one of the characters that not now not to the same degree, but there was a character that I'm like, oh, I don't really like this person. And then by the end, I was like, oh, I, I actually like that person. It's like, yeah. oh, no. Like, okay. All right. Well, that, that's weird. It's going to be different. Hmm. Stuff like that. Um, but, you know, who knows? Uh, I'm hoping there's going to be a second season because I think uh, the mythology and the lore uh, lend itself to a good uh, continuation of the series mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And yeah, you want to learn more about it. Yeah. yeah. And something actually because it's really cool. And it's just good to see, you know, from a personal premise, it's just like um, – an Asian-based uh, show with Asian characters, not whitewashed, mm-hmm. anything like that. And actually, you know, they do some light touching upon it where just like, um, you know, there's stuff It's like, uh, you know, Asian people, even though like you're born in the country or whatever, raised in the country is like people in some areas can still, you know, treat you like an outsider and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it seems kind of silly depending on where you are, maybe like less so in a city, but like I even see in the news articles like how recently – Someone was like basically told like go back to her own country and she's like I was born here you know and stuff like yeah. that. It's just like yeah. racism is still alive. Yeah. Uh, no, unfortunately, the thing like I that. like too about it is like they emphasize the fact that not all Asian people are, are like from the same place either. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, like, it's like oh, you're Asian, you must be from China or right. like Japan. Like everybody's from that same place, mm-hmm. but they actually emphasize the fact that the one Asian guy is not actually Chinese. He's also half like Indonesian. Right, and and I actually like that too because like there's even some like inner asian racism there because that right that exists it does exist for people mm-hmm. that who, who may not know but there are certain groups that are racist against other groups and just like 
you know, it's never portrayed, so you'd think like, oh yeah, all the Asian people might get along and stuff like that. It's not the case. But anyway, um, we really fucked each other over a lot. Like, oh yeah, so much of that. Uh, but yeah, overall, I liked it a lot. The weakest thing I would say is just um, the main character. Oh, I love him as like a martial artist. Some of his delivery, and I know he's new to like, like, uh, being the lead, like in, in a speaking role. Uh, and his English is, is pretty good, actually. But um, his delivery just—he could use some work, obviously. Yeah. Um, it's a little odd, in my opinion, also. Oh yeah, like by the end, <laughs> I was just like, I was just like, uh... he's starting off as this like ang kind of character, like yeah. in his and oh, stuff, yeah. and like, oh okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's some parts where it's just like, hmm, interesting. Did not expect this. But um, I would say that, and like the CGI is just kind of hokey when they're using their powers. Hokey. I'm it's just like, like, they, like it, I feel like they should have just embraced it and been like just gone full on like like crazy stupid, you know, more like the wire food and like not leaned on the the CGI stuff a little bit, you know. Um, there was some like some of that stuff, but because it does look almost like cartoonish. Yeah, I completely agree. But yeah, it's whatever. It's good hmm. though. Yeah, that's cool. what I recommend it too. You guys should should watch it so we get a second season. <laughs> yeah, but I really love Lewis Tan, so and he's in this. And that is on. Can I watch Netflix. it on? It's on Netflix. Oh, wait, I gotta subscribe. I have, I am gonna resubscribe soon because I do want to watch. Um, Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal. So uh, I actually see myself resubscribing tomorrow. The problem is it's such a crazy week that I'm like it's such a busy yeah. week for me. This is like this is like you my Christmas. When, this know. is my Christmas at work, so it's like, you know, uh, I've been slammed and a lot of my stuff i can kind of pop an episode on but it's been so bad so but i don't know i'll figure that out um so yeah i think um for me that really was it i the the biggest thing i did for for movie stuff this week or streaming was sign up for disney plus for the the deal oh yeah Um, that's what i did too yeah i mean Mm -hmm. it's a no-brainer i mean basically it is it's two years for the price of three so yeah that's pretty much what it was i mean wait Reverse that. Three years for the price of two. <laughs> I said yeah, that yeah. wrong. I knew what you meant. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it, it's it, it was a no-brainer. And November 12th, I can't, it can't come here soon enough. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, what are you, you going to start off with, Jim? I think Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, obviously, I think I have to. Now, so. did, you, did we cover or did we talk about how Disney Plus, it's one episode a week? It's not... No, like, we did not no, cover did not that cover yet. That. Uh, that is true. Yeah. Yes, that is. That it's was not I think, a binging thing. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. announced last week, right? That was news last week, I think. So, uh, yeah. like right after our podcast, probably. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's an interesting model. Uh, I actually don't mind that because I sometimes you like that water cooler, old fashioned feel. You know what I mean? Like the water, like the Game mm-hmm. of Thrones thing. Mm-hmm. You know, was such a even like remember back to Battlestar. Battlestar had a big following yeah. too. Uh, even then, it was like that was the talk of the you know the, the Monday after the weekend or whatever it was. Uh, it was the day after, uh, and you'd have those conversations at work or whatever with people, and it's just like, oh my god, you see this episode. With binging, it's so hard to avoid spoilers for, to avoid like it, yeah. it, it gives you. A, I don't mind the formula format. I it's weird because I do love getting hooked on something and then just mm-hmm. hitting next. But and, and, yeah. You know, and that's the thing for me is I love being able to do that. And I think, you know, it's 2019. I think most people are pretty good about spoilers to at least, you know, it's normal to be like, oh, how far are you? Or what episode are you on? And then you could kind of like reassess the conversation you want to have. Like, I prefer that. I mean, it, it's beneficial for the consumers. I think overall it's a net positive. Yeah. Because, I mean, like I've always said, like Netflix's model is crazy. Like take any average season where it's like 
10 to 12 episodes. If they stretch it over three months, you know, and somebody really likes that show, they got you to buy, you know, the genitals for three months. You know, that's that three times the subscription rather than, you know, like I've been saying, like, oh, look, you just wait until you, there's some content you want to watch. You subscribe for one month. You binge it all, and then you're done. You know, yeah, like yeah. it makes them more money if they did it the one week per episode, like one episode per week model. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if this holds Disney Plus a little back a little bit because I think if anything, that's the one flaw in that in their model right now. Hmm. What about if small, they did small like um, three episodes in a week off, doesn't, and then three episodes or something DC, like that? Does DCU do that with like some of their shows? Well. Uh, I think because I mean, they seen, do they do span they do space them out. See the so. thing for me is like I you know Amazon I think Amazon's the one that mixes it so they have some all mm-hmm. episodes at once shows and then they have weekly releases. I think like Grand Tour which is I did watch that by the way, uh, but that's a weekly thing that's finished but uh, for now but that's a weekly thing. But then the the um, mini series I watched oh. with, uh, with the boys, the boys was the Good boys omens. was all on there. Good Omens was on there. That was all on there, streamable. Yeah. So um, what about bingeable. if they did like a couple episodes a week? See, I wouldn't mind that. Three episodes a week. Yeah, just just one a week every other so, day. So terrible. Yeah. I mean, also yeah, those cliffhangers. But it's like old fashioned TV. I don't know. I I guess Fuck would... old fashioned TV. Old fashioned TV is what got us into this kind of mess in the first place. Yeah, well, that's true. It's so. twenty nineteen, Jim. It's time for. For the way we watch and engage with our content to change. It is time. We need to get rid of these cable Movies companies. Movies as a service. We need to get rid of these cable companies owning our lives with the internet. Like yeah. we, we need to get that out, but I don't know how we're going to do that. Right. I mean, the thing is, like, if you think about it, like, like a lot of that was joking, but there, there's a part of me that says that, and it's just, like, crazy, because you think about it, and, like, uh, I forget the exact specifics, but the reason that seasons are so long traditionally from tv is because of how like you know episode like uh seasons are are ordered and manufactured because you know it's like well they have to do it for x amount of months so they can budget for you know sponsorships and commercials to like you know make mm-hmm. their money back and stuff like the that ad revenue yeah. right the ad revenue but for something like netflix and you know <clears throat> disney plus and, and amazon prime that has no bearing whatsoever so why are they still constrained to the same like you know 10 to 12 you know, whatever episode. The other thing it's too is crazy. like they did that to be able to adjust storylines and to right. adjust like how the like according to like what's popular and things. Like we've seen it with good and bad. You know, Arrow went the wrong way. It's like, yeah. Yeah. You know, like, you see like how they can make adjustments according to what fans are looking for, or hoping for. But if you've already filmed the whole thing and you're just waiting, it's like yeah. it's, the fan feedback means nothing. You're just mm-hmm. shoving it out every week. It's like, eh, you know, maybe. Just put it all out there for everybody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't disagree with it, Tony. I'm just saying, like, I understand there's some positives to doing it, their model, but I do think overall, um, the the binge. I think you should mix it. I think some shows could be a weekly show, and then you have some other ones that are complete binge watches. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think that I mean, like a mini series kind of thing. I can see them doing like the, all of the. There's a bunch of mini series that they're planning on doing. Make those all bingeable. Because yeah. they're not like the six like, episode series yeah, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, you don't need. Here's to here's one thing that I think would be cool, is like I mean obviously you'd have to. It require a lot of work, and that's why I don't think not all companies could do this. But um, and it'd be super tight because it, again it would have to break the mold. Like this would have to be like a new groundbreaking thing. But imagine if a series, 
and let's say we get away from that, like either dump all the episodes, uh, you know, at once or like once a week, maybe it's like once a month or something like that. But imagine a show where like the audience could dictate like what happens. And I'll just say like, kind of like a choose your own adventure, but like in, instead of like, you know, every player, every audience member is like unique experience. Like it's like a poll. So like at the end of the first episode, it's like, Oh, do you like, kill this guy or like do you arrest this guy or whatever like that and like the audience could vote you know in in the interface of the app or the website whatever it is and it's like at the end of that week whatever period like that's used to determine what happens in the next episode and now obviously there's like you know like rudders have to do it but like i think that would be kind of cool i'm not saying it'd be great but i think it would be cool and neat to like just try to engage like content in a different way. I don't know. Something like that. I, I, I like the idea. Uh, and that, that kind of thing makes me think about like more about, because the way they shoot TV shows, you could do something like that though. in a couple of like arc finales, like you don't have to do it every episode, but you could do it. Like you film six episodes at a time or something like that. So at the mm-hmm. end of the sixth episode, you do like a poll and then, as they watch these, you binge, let them binge that content because then mm-hmm. like, then you get the vote poll up to a certain point as you start shooting the next set of episodes. So, mm-hmm. but if you do it like every week, it would be tough to, you know, Oh, you're dead. You yeah, yeah. don't come here. I, I don't think so, it, the, yeah. the, the one week would, didn't work. I think it'd require at least one month or something. And obviously you have yeah. to have things on standby and I know with actors and their contracts and all that stuff. So like, but I mean like you'd actually have to like work around, you know, you'd have to incorporate that into like the contract. Be like, Hey, this is going to be, you know, for a whole year, twelve episodes, one one episode a month. Uh, but you know, we're only going to need like one week of your time per month or something like that to, to shoot. Or, you know what? Well, that, like, that's a cool idea. I like. Yeah, that. yeah, that's a cool. something like that. I just think All it'd right. be like cool. We yeah. haven't gotten to the box office yet. Oh yeah, <clears throat> Corey, did you get into what you've been up to at all? Either anything? Not too much. No. All right. Oh, um, Angel has fallen. Good boy. This is a terrible box office this week. Angel has fallen. Good boys. Lion King. Fast and Furious. And Overcomer are your top five. The box yeah. office is now officially down two percent. Two percent, yeah. Two percent, yeah. Despite well, is it the despite, year or the summer? I thought it was. It's for the for the be. it's for the year. Oh, the year, yeah. It's for the year. Pretty sure that is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine how crazy it is. We had fucking. I know that's what's uh, crazy uh, about it. Yeah, Captain Marvel doing a billion dollars, uh, or, or is this just U.S.? Is this just U.S.? I think it's just domestic. I'm almost certain it's just domestic. All right, all right, but still, we had uh, Captain Marvel. We had <laughs> Avengers uh, Endgame. We had uh, Lion King. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, I'm sorry. Spider-Man. I'm sorry. It's just the Spider-Man? summer. I'm sorry. It's just the summer box office. I'm sorry. It's the okay. Uh, okay. What's the What's the summer bo- then? What do they count? Does Avengers count in April or no? Um, that's so the question. They start in May. Aladdin toys. They start in May. I think that's why. Yep, starting in May. So, yeah. is that so you, Aladdin yep. made a billion dollars? Aladdin, Lion King is huge. Spider-Man. Um, yeah, I mean you missed you missed the big ones, but. Uh, Huh. Yeah, I mean, Men in Black didn't perform. Dark Phoenix didn't perform. Uh, a lot of these movies missed. Uh, Once Upon a Time in uh-huh. Hollywood. Um, yeah, I mean, oh, Aladdin... Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was never going to be a, a huge I mean, movie. three... Disney had three $1 billion hits by themselves. Aladdin, Toy Story, and Lion King. No Marvel movies from them. Plus, you had a billion-dollar Spider-Man. It still didn't matter. Down 2%. So, it's crazy. Yep. It's crazy. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, so coming up this week is It. Opening. It, it Chapter 2 is opening at September 6th. So, um, I do want to see that. Maybe, uh, Corey, we can figure out. Yeah, I want to see it. Not this Thursday. Maybe next Thursday we'll go. I don't know. Maybe check out, check out the new theater. No. I, don't, I don't know. Unless you want to see it in AMC. What do you think? 
I mean, AMC would be preferable. This it's still a better theory. Have you been to Sinopolis? No, that's why I wanted to check it out. But I didn't know if this was a movie that you should see in like the better theater. You know what I mean? Like I guess. Yeah, I guess you sound. don't necessarily need to, but I mean, if you go into it, I get a free ticket if we go to AMC. Yeah, anyway, that's so. what I mean. You also yeah. get a free. free Third, movie. Yeah, so maybe we'll go next week. Um, I can't do it this week, but I know it's opening this week. But uh, we go next okay. week, maybe. I want to see it. I definitely. What I, movie? It, it chapter two. Oh, yeah. like I took me so long to watch the first one, like the remake, uh, but. I, I like don't want to spend that much time. Like I don't want to wait that long this time, so I want to go see it mm-hmm. in the theaters. I want to get that experience. This brings me into the news, though, like because we're coming up to uh, this apparently bigger movie than we expected. And Corey, I know you said nobody cares. It could be a great movie, but the Joker. I didn't the, say nobody cares. I said I don't care. The the Joker uh, is exist. getting really really thing. good. Reviews. I might have said nobody cares. I might. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm merging both you guys into the one here, but. I it's mean, getting like, really people good shouldn't reviews. care. Is it is now. <laughs> it's projected to beat Venom's record for October now. I mean, we heard that the rumors that it was coming, uh, like the box office for it was going to be coming up pretty big, and then the reviews started coming in, and like people are loving it. I'm like, like it's I don't getting know. really good reviews. I can't believe that. Like, I think that's the biggest shock for me is the fact that I, I think IGN gave it a ten. Um, uh, the rest of the reviews there are it's 85 uh, 88 88% fresh it went up it started at 85 it went up fresh hmm. um, that's upward trending for a DC movie is not usual <laughs> it's very unusual um, it kind of makes me want to see it do I think it's going to be do I think it has any purpose being called the Joker no uh, but I, it, this might be one of those movies where Corey like you the same conversation on the podcast if it had nothing to do with the source material it'd be a fantastic movie mm-hmm. Um, well, I can it just sounds like a fantastic movie, regardless. Right now, mm-hmm. is what people are saying. Yeah, so. people are saying they love it, um, but I, I don't know. I'm I'm shocked. I am actually shocked that it's getting this good of reviews. So, and yeah. think about the confidence. They released these reviews a month early. This is confidence. Yeah, I mean, they got nothing else going for them on right now. No, they like, don't, the thing is, like, but... it could be a good movie, but here's the thing: like, I just don't see why people should care. Like yes. I'm just talking oh, about general yes. audiences. I'm not talking about like DC fanboys or, or Batman fanboys or, or whatever. Because like yeah, go ahead, be excited for the thing that you you know you want. But I mean overall, it's just kind of like there's no connected universe anymore. And like really like I don't know. I'm just trying to think of like the last time a, a villain origin movie turned out good. I don't know. I mean I don't even. We know. all remember Phantom Menace, right? Oh yeah, that's a, yeah yeah. <laughs> that's the one you pulled really it's gotta be other like villain origin movies like I can't think of any but um I don't know but I just it's also Venom. rated R <laughs> yeah Venom that's right it's also rated R which is crazy to have a rated mm-hmm. R movie that's gonna could open this the thing high. that's like odd too and not that like these movies are bad or anything it just seems like so like different from what he's normally doing but Todd Phillips like what is he known for the hangover movies yeah like, yeah old school yeah so um, it's interesting because he's taking a like a comedic air, air quotes here because the Joker is obviously a maniac villain, uh, taking a comedic kind of person and and making a a very dark comedy. Like I don't know what this is is, but yeah, people are loving it and like it seems like they went out and made a good movie and then slapped the Joker theme on it. That, is that, what it looks that's, like. Yeah, that's what it seems so, like. And I know sometimes you do that for you know to get people in like sometimes you make something and then just throw the theme or the ip on it so that way you draw attention to it like people do that all the time here it seemed like that hurt it for me more than so, 
then it, it would help. This is like, a crazy yeah. report from Variety. Joker gets eight minutes standing ovation at Venice premiere. Yeah, I mean, it could have. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it could have. But like, the thing is, like, I don't know. Just from what I've been receiving in, in terms of like reviews and, and feedback and stuff like that, like it's just this movie is just gonna get like championed by like right wing extremist incels, or it's gonna be like, oh, you know, I'm gonna be completely justified in you know being violent or disruptive because society shuns me as like an outcast and you know whatever. I didn't get what I want. I'm just like, do we need another movie that sends that kind of message? Like, really, like right now, you know, especially in this like. I'm not saying like censorship or things shouldn't exist. Well, most things shouldn't should should are, are okay to exist. But it's just like, what what are we really adding here? Like, what's the story we're telling? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, as of right now, we really like we've only just we're judging this on snippets, trailers, like things I mean, we've heard. Got a whole month so, to wait. Got a whole month. Yeah, and like that's that's what we're judging this on it right now. And I, like, I'm all for, you know the villain origin stories i'm like sure why not like let's do it um it just this in particular we've talked about this before it's like why does it exist you know when you're not gonna include that you know, tied into the yeah. series or and tied into the and character it, and, and, and it's well known and, that um joaquin phoenix does does not do sequels uh so it's not like you're gonna get a sequel out of this film this is it this is all you're getting for yeah, this yeah well like but the, at the same time like you there is president like there are multiple jokers in the world or whatever but like at the same time, you know what? What are we doing here? Like, why is this happening? Why just? Why are we doing it? Like, like if you're gonna try to separate this universe now, that seems like what you're doing here. Like, why start with this character who's so tied in to what the Batman like? Yeah. Lore, like, like it's right. the Venom thing all over again. <laughs> the character loses something because. They they are they're added, from each yeah. other like they they're they're two sides of the same coin essentially and you'd kind of like for me I I need to have that other side because of the character and yeah you can have a Joker origin story but have Batman in it <laughs> yeah I think so I think that's what you should have done but well I mean we'll we'll see when it comes out I mean you're, they're talking Oscar nominations already for him yeah so um. All right, moving on. James Gunn. I was just gonna say, you no. Know, speaking of Batman, like there's news about Robert Pattinson and how like furious he was because he thought like the whole leaks were gonna cost him the job for oh, Batman. Really? I didn't yeah, he was that. like, he was he said like, he was air quoted saying or quoted as saying, "I was fucking furious that these leaks came out because I thought it was gonna cost me my chance of getting this because people like the outcry of me not like me getting this job was like gonna sway the studio to not give it to me." Uh, that oh, sucks. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So he was like trying to find out who leaked it and stuff, and <laughs> beat them up in real life. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm interested to see what they can do with him. Uh, obviously, I like the director. We've said this a million times, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna give him a benefit of the doubt. I was one of those knee jerk gut reaction people that said this was horrible, but I'll give him I'll give him a chance to to prove me wrong. So he's not Ben Affleck, and that's a good thing. So there you go, starting off positive already. Jim. Yeah, see, uh, Suicide Squad. Let's go more DC news. Uh, James Gunn is saying that. Um, yeah, we're we're gonna get Guardians essentially. It sounds like he's saying it's not gonna be Guardians, but it's gonna be very music inspired, like Guardians. Well, the first ones, the whole trailers are all very music inspired. It was also <laughs> like, yeah, yeah they like, like played into that like towards the end with they the did. marketing. They did. With, um, yeah. What song did the one trailer use? And like it got like, like crushed review, like um, YouTube hits Pro- and stuff like that. I thought you. Used well, Queen. they did. Um, yeah, it was like the uh, like. 
Um, you know. What was the Queen song they used? The Queen song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I can't remember what they used. Shoot. But they I'm, used the Queen I'm, song. Good time. No, 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 no. Is it? No, no. No, that wasn't that one. That's, uh, you're thinking of the Smash Brothers. Did they use Bohemian Rhapsody? <laughs> I think you're right. It was. Yeah, it was Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, it was Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody. Yeah. So... I, I mean, it was very music-oriented in the first one, but it's funny that you bring James Gunn in, who obviously has made two very music-oriented movies as it was. Oh, yeah, uh, 100. So, Dude, like, yeah. I mean, this is, like, such a no-brainer, low-hanging fruit for them because it's like, hey... I mean, if you look at it, Suicide Squad, that's essentially what that movie wanted to be, was, like, Guardians of the Galaxy because it's, like, mm-hmm. these rogue-like, anti-hero, like, you know, misfits who become a family and they even tried to say that at the end like with the one dude he's like me familia or whatever like that and like just like fucking dies or some shit and just like yeah this this fell flat because like they spent like an afternoon together or something like that mm-hmm. um and they were trying to kill each other like loads of times and stuff like that and it just wasn't worth it it's like oh look well we can get the guy that made guardians a hit uh so yeah just work your magic and I get that. I get it. I, I don't blame him at all. I would do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, I now mean, what that's, music it, it, genre it's, do you think? Because he, he says it's not going to be like the, the old well, rock I, and roll type stuff. Rap? Yeah, really? You think rap? It won't be what you expect, he said. So. I think it's going to be rap. Classical. Well, it kind of went <laughs> good. Like, they could do some crazy classical thing. Opera. Opera. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Triple. I don't know what he's going to do. Um, Western. <laughs> country music mm-hmm. uh, I don't know but we'll see um, alright there's this is uh, two posts I have coming from this one site that we talked about last week that broke the news about She-Hulk series and seems like they have pretty good sources they don't always hit news so take this with a grain of salt but uh, we got this covered was a, a site that I saw that was reporting um, that Disney uh, Marvel, sorry, now wants to make a Magneto TV series for Disney Plus. Um, that's how they want to get Magneto going. Uh, and now, like I said, this is the same. They're saying this is the same source that leaked the She-Hulk news, and I guess some news about Aladdin a while ago. So this yeah. is their same mm-hmm. source. I um, can, yeah. They, they've been. This source seems pretty credible with the, with the leaks they've yeah. been getting from. Well, so. I mean, saying they want to do something is not saying they are doing something. No, but they're working on that. Um, which yeah. is interesting. So, but with, is, is it with like Fastbender? No, no, no. It's not. Well, no. That's, but that's you know, the thing is, um, I think this could be a good idea because I mean, Magneto is one of the central villains for, at the very least, X Men. If not, you know, he's one of the top ten villains. I would say of like Marvel. Yeah, Marvel. You know, he's awesome. Uh, at least you know, <laughs> not non cosmic Marvel villains and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, so you want to do him justice, and I think. His origin story is just so good. Yeah, exactly. I think his origin story is just so good that it deserves like that origin story. Um, you know, especially because you know he's coming from like a you know a Nazi encampment and stuff like that. Yeah. And I even said a, a couple years ago, was it two years ago or something like that? Like, if they would tie in now with like you know Captain America, you know somehow saving you know like liberating his camp or something like that. Uh, just like some weird tie-in or cool nod or I don't know something like that, but um, it'd be interesting. Uh, I, I would I would definitely be up for a Magneto. Uh, yeah, I mean yeah. the thing is we're starting to hear some other news, and and I know you put I posted this as well earlier, Tony. This news you posted on here, mm-hmm. uh, but so just tying this together here, it looks like Marvel's starting to come up with ideas of what they're they're going to start integrating. Sounds like they're going to start integrating the mutants into their world, and and now it sounds like New Mutants 
is being reportedly being getting stuff cut to never reference the old movies and so that it's just like its own thing and can actually exist in the MCU. Yeah. Which is creative, given that. Uh, you have a movie that's... Yeah. The more and more I hear about this dude, the less and less likely it sounds that this is getting a theatrical release anymore. Like yeah, This is Disney+. Plus. This has got to be Disney+. Plus. I'm going... I, not if, even, no, I, I wouldn't think that... Hulu. They would put this on Hulu. Disney+, Plus. they want premium offerings, dude. You want to put this on that. Yeah. It depends, like, if they delay it again. Like, if they start introducing... Because you don't want this mutants to be your introductory to the Marvel MCU mutants. It sounds to me that they're maybe thinking about that actually maybe this is like your first taste of mutants these kids like you got what's her name um i mean was it maisie williams maisie williams yeah, yeah. she's i mean the other girl from star the split power. movie. yeah i mean she's got she's... so i mean they have bigger names attached to this where they could and jonathan's in it if, if, if the movie's at least decent they could do the funny this. thing is when that trailer came out everybody was super excited because it was like such a departure from the other you know they were making different genre movies in the x-men I mean, universe if you could make this into its own movie without being part of the x-men universe anyways without mutants being a part of it and that's what they sound like they're kind of working on removing that reference until they so they could give that the the, the, the door is open they could actually include that mm-hmm. in there so yeah it's interesting. I mean, the thing is, it's got to be a good movie first. <laughs> yes. And that's where Tony's safety factor of launching it on Hulu. And if it gets great following, hey, you know what? That's that's cool. That was part of the MCU. you know. Or, nope, that's a Hulu project. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Uh, and lastly on the news, we have Lex Luthor. Uh, Michael Rosenbaum uh, reported to be coming into this whole Crisis on Infinite Earths thing. Yeah, it's getting on. everybody. It's like, we're, we're going out with a bang. Yeah. I, it feels like this is it for the... Uh, Except it's not, which is funny. Yeah. But um, it feels like we're it's like... It's for Arrow, at least. But yeah. Right, it's it for Arrow, so... I'm, I'm watching this crossover. I just, I gotta watch this crossover. I was waiting... I was hoping I've Mike watched would be on them this all. Like, the crossovers are all really good. Yeah, I was hoping Mike would be on this call so we could actually talk about this, because I know this is his. This was his show, Smallville. Uh, I'm assuming if we get Rosenbaum, we'll get Tom Welling as well, but nothing mm. reported yet, so... And this is still, you know, another site. This is the same site, so take it with a grain of salt. It's not been confirmed yet, but they're reporting this, uh, that he's attached to this. Um, so, which it's coming soon. It's like next, early next month, right? It's like uh, October 8th or whatever it is. Or I don't know. I thought it was early I, I October. So I usually wait for it all to be out. And then yeah. And I'll watch it too. I got to watch the other one last year. So, mm-hmm. but all right. Um, that's it for news. We have a topic tonight of movie reviews. We've talked about this many, 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 many times. Rotten Tomato scores, uh, everything like that. Are they? Do they have an impact? Are they relevant? I mean, what do you guys think? I, obviously, we've had these conversations. I honestly, I do. I look at reviews. I don't think I actually look. I at do think reviews yeah, anymore. I, mean, than I read words like the blurbs from it to not get a spoiler, but I read like their blurb to see what they thought about like the the closing thoughts. Um, and that's how I kind of start basing ideas, opinions off of what I'm going to go see. Mm-hmm. But is it a good thing? Do you need that? I mean, this is, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff here. So no, I mean, there's definitely, the reviews do matter. I mean, if they didn't matter at all, we wouldn't have Rotten Tomatoes. We wouldn't have Metacritic. We wouldn't have these journals doing them. Like, people go that's they, people go and click on them. They, they like reviews. They like, well, let me rephrase that. They like to see a number at the end. Uh, <laughs> they like to see, they like to verify their opinion that someone else has the same opinion about things mm-hmm. it makes them feel good and in that regard i think they matter yeah. uh, i also think they matter because um 
just as we saw with the Joker just recently, it is making you more curious why people are enjoying this film, why they're giving it glowing reviews. So it's making you more interested in going to see a movie you had no interest in seeing before. So in that regard, I do think they matter. I think rebuttal. They, ma- Tony. they, they matter <laughs> slightly. I'm not going to say like like they don't completely matter, but I would say compared for movies, compared to historical like evidence uh, for the past as long as I've been alive, I think reviews matter way less than they used to. Um, just because I mean, look at the evidence. Just, evidence, right? Box offices right. are great for movies that reviewed shit. Right. I mean, you know, like you could point at any number of things like, I mean, like, you know, Transformers movies. I mean, uh, past the first one, almost all those were complete, you know, shitty in in some way by most critics, you know. uh, But most of them did a billion dollars for, you know, quite a number of years. I mean, you look at Suicide Squad, Venom, uh, you know, even a lot of the Marvel movies, they don't review particularly well. It's like, you know, 70s, you know, ish, which is mediocre or average if you want to look at review or okay, whatever you want to call it. but I would say, like, if you're getting really good reviews, I think that definitely does help. If it's like, um, like Get Out, I think that movie absolutely was helped by its pra- like glowing reviews. I think it was Black one Panther. of Black Panther. Yeah, Black Panther, that that kind of thing, you know, and stuff like that. Uh, but I would say overall, most people, it's more about spectacle. And I think um, there's like some water cooler effect going on where it's like you just want to be part of like the cool kids club where it's like everybody's seeing Avengers. Oh, I got I got to see this. Everybody's seeing, you know, um, Harry Potter. I got to go see this movie and stuff like that. So reviews overall, like, yeah, there, there's, there's some results where maybe like, um, if a good movie reviews, well, I, I think people are more likely to go to repeat viewings. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for the most part, well, um, there are definitely like review proof movies, like yeah, Avengers yeah. Endgame's review proof that oh, yeah, came yeah. out and it's like, was like, to shout on like crazy no nobody would have cared like obviously yeah. they, there's definitely movies out there that are going to be review people but just like you said get out i don't think would do has done would done, have done as successfully as it yeah. did but without the reviews that got people in in the first place like oh what's sure. going on why is this movie but, getting reviewed like perfect like why is this like a perfect review on rotten tomatoes yeah yeah i, I mean for the smaller movies sure absolutely like non-blockbuster especially like the indie movies sure absolutely. you, you have to get a good review. See, like, what's, what's that line but where, where does that come in because then you have movies that like people blame bvs and it's shitty box office drop because of reviews um not because it was a terrible movie <laughs> uh because of the reviews uh so like so, that was yeah. like i mean mike had a conspiracy theory and so I wish Mike was on this. Had? Has since? Has. has I think he still has it. Yeah, that yeah. reviewers tanked that movie just to affect the box office. And, like, does it actually affect the box office? Like, does, I don't know. Like, where does that come in at? Like, because clearly you said there are some that do and there are some that don't. But, like, where is that? How do you figure that out? So, I mean, I would argue that the fact that Batman v Superman and Justice League were to a degree actually critic proof because those movies reviewed horribly and still did. You know, eight hundred ish million. Which I agree. I agree with that. for for most movies, that would actually be pretty no matter, fucking phenomenal. No matter what so you want to do with, uh, you right. could take anything you want out of this. They had one of the most monster opening weekends of all time so far. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Still, yeah. Take whatever they did after that, but it's still mm-hmm. they've had it. It just took out the legs. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it had one of the worst drops. But of they, all time. but they've already had. But they that movie has that record. I mean, people went and saw it no matter what. Yeah. So and that's because I, I think you know it's just like something like that. It's a big brand. Batman, Superman, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. I'll see this. Oh, reviews aren't so great. Okay, but whatever. I mean, here's the thing. Like, with a movie, it's a small, in my opinion, a small monetary investment 
um, compared to most other hobbies, you know, like video games, um, you know, any any actual hobby that requires you to purchase like a vehicle or equipment. Like, I mean, seeing one movie a week, you know, isn't is not going to bust most people's bank. Um, but I just think once you're into like the Superman, like brand name recognition, like you, you can, like Corey was saying, you're, you're critic proof to a degree, but it's going to affect the legs. Yeah. Because like you said, Jim, like it broke records that opening weekend because everybody was so excited to see it. And then it's like, oh, this isn't good. So like, you know, who's going to see that again? Nobody. Yep. And then anybody that would have been, that was on the fence, heard from all their other friends that did go see it that first weekend. Don't bother. That's shit. And yep. I would say word of mouth is actually more important now. Mm-hmm. Than, I think, I think with, actual reviews. with social media, I think word of mouth is, is the bigger thing than reviews. I, I think that, and I think that's a lot of things. Um, Influencers, Jim. Yeah. I think that's I mean, that's it. I mean, we go back to streamers. I mean, we go back to that whole thing, that whole topic. I mean, it's 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 the same idea with movies. It's, yeah, you can't like stream movies, but you you can still hear a shit ton about. Well, it's them. the click mentality, also. Like you're part of a community, you're part of a group, you're part of a like the crowd, and if those people like it, you're gonna tend to like it too. Or if those people don't like it, you're gonna tend to not like it. So it's like there's that mentality to people like that you know kind of move in groups. Yeah. So he's got this hive mind thing going on here a little bit also where yeah like everybody around you saying this is the greatest thing ever like you're probably gonna be like kind of agree with them so yeah to that effect yeah reviews they don't mean as much because if one person saying this one thing and everybody around them saying the same thing now it doesn't really matter yeah yeah i think I mean, um... look at just look at freaking what is it, the room or whatever that fucking movie is mm-hmm. the it's like the yeah. worst movie of all time, whatever. And it's like people are loved. Love they made a movie of this movie, like because it's so bad. Like, <laughs> what's going on here? Yeah. No, I, I I think that that's true. I think that um, I don't know. I think that social media I think has taken over the priority. Where I think that um, I'm trying to remember. Like, I like Rotten Tomatoes cashes in on that. Um, that that aspect, um, but like it, it kind of blend it, like that's why it's so popular because I think it adds it blend blends itself well to social media. So like straight up reviews though, like when was the last time anybody read the full review for something? Like I just don't even like doing that because I'm afraid of spoilers. But when was the last time mm-hmm. that somebody actually did that? Usually it's based on a Rotten Tomato score, word of mouth, and then that's it. So and the quotes, yeah, and the quotes, the quotes and the quotes, <laughs> yes. So you know. I, I don't know. I think that, you know, it's, I don't think reviews just like as we're going to have this topic on the video game side of things too. I don't think they have as much of an impact as they used to just because of the way people can consume media nowadays or hear about things. Uh, It's just, you're more in touch with everybody else to get instant feedback before it was like, I had to call you on my freaking phone, home phone and tell you how the movie was or see you at school the next day. You know what I mean? Like there was no way to communicate via instantly like instagram or snapchat what's going on with this movie like how i liked it when i got out of it uh and now you can instantly do that uh so i don't know i just don't think reviews are as big anymore as word of mouth is how it how much it can impress a fan is more important than how much it can impress a critic in my opinion Mm -hmm. so uh, and that's why reviews i don't think are as important i just don't think they're that important anymore so scores definitely aren't important so yeah. I don't know. That's that's my thought. So no, yeah. I mean, you know, I think uh, it'll be interesting to see. You know, the next couple of movies, maybe 
uh, maybe it's a game we can play. You know, see how uh, track like the track their view scores to the uh, track. You know, box office uh, yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. So it's okay. it's the next big thing coming out. So we'll see. So yep. all right. Uh, I think that's going to wrap up this topic and this podcast. Thanks for tuning in. You can write us podcast at allgeek.net. Follow us on Twitter, allgeek. Like us on Facebook. If you're watching this on YouTube, we're on it. Hit that subscribe button. And uh, hopefully you're watching this because we have video again. It's working. Made it all the way through this episode. My battery is at 100%. <laughs> it's awesome. Thanks for tuning in. See you later.